welcome to the Turn Yourself On Daily podcast, which means turn on, activate and fire up the power and potential within you every single day. Hello and welcome to your weekly dose of the Turn Yourself On podcast. This week we're looking at why relationships are the key to you living the life of your dreams. I know, doesn't it sound overdramatic? But it's so true and here is why. Many people are happy to spend money learning how to invest, learning how to build a business, to get a mentor to help them to do that, to make more money, invest in themselves to look better, how to create more of what they want externally more success, more money, etc, etc. You get the point. Yet many people I speak to on a daily basis have invested in all sorts of courses, education, programs. They're happy to spend money on things that they'll see physically and learning how to acquire more of these things. Yet something in their life still isn't working. And today we're going to look at what isn't working and how to resolve it. What's really going on? That is the key. What is really going on? What is stopping you from living the life of your dreams? And it's all from personal experience because I have lived and breathed these blocks. I have been the absolute queen of mastering these blocks. If it were an Olympic sport, honestly, I would have been on that podium all day long, winning gold. I mastered the art of how to self-destruct, how to create misery and chaos. And I've learned how to remove those blocks so your life can take off. And this is the question that I get asked a lot what is relationship coaching? And the second question I get asked is, why do you do it? So let's look at what relationship coaching is. Actually, let's look at what it isn't. It isn't just about focusing on your most intimate relationship. We're almost trained into thinking that relationship coaching is just for intimate relationships, and it's not. We have a relationship with everyone and with everything. We have a relationship to food, to stress. We have a relationship to the world, to other people, to our children, our parents, our past, our present, our future. There's one relationship that we have with everything that determines how every area of our life will turn out. And here is why my philosophy is different. Relationship coaching is so much more than your marriage, your partner, your husband, your wife. And how we show up in one relationship, so say how you show up in your marriage, is how you will show up in other relationships. It will just look slightly different. Obviously, how you love your husband will look different to how you love somebody that works for you. But underneath how we react to things, how we act, what we fear, all comes from the same place. We are the common denominator. So take, for example, a marriage and a business partner. If we're cold towards our partner who we're married to and we're scared to let them in, 
will also show signs of being cold towards our business partner. If we're holding anger towards a parent for something they've done or not done in the past, even yesterday, then we'll have anger towards a child, for example, for something they have or haven't done. The triggers aren't outside of us. The triggers are in us, the way we operate, the way we behave, the way we act, the way we react. It's like we're running the same patterns over and over again, and they all start within us. My style of relationship coaching doesn't start at all by working on your relationship with anybody else. The people, what's happening in your life is the symptom, it's the effect. So whatever is going on, whatever you are experiencing, whatever drama, whatever disconnection is happening, it's showing up in one of your relationships or more. It might look different, like I said, in one relationship with your child, say the judgment might look different to the judgment you have towards your husband. And you are being made aware of any disconnection, any pain, any suffering through the bad feelings you're experiencing with somebody. And most of the time, the trouble is we think it's the other person's fault and we place the blame outside of us which relieves us of any responsibility to change, which is quite a nice thing to know at the time, when actually we are the cause. So let's go deeper with this because that's not something we really want to hear, is it? We just want other people to change and then everything will be okay. So if one of your relationships isn't working, Maybe there is some frustration, some anger, maybe even some hate towards this person. Think of a person now in your life that comes to mind. Who are you disconnected with? Whoever has come to mind now, that's the one to work on. And don't worry if more than one person has come to mind and you're confused with who to work on. Just pick one. And again, don't worry if every man and his dog springs to mind. If you've got something against everybody, that's okay. A lot of people do. So think about that one person that came to mind. Just pick the one person. How do you feel about that person? What triggers you? What what is it that they do that causes you pain? Now, we could spend years and so much money talking about this problem. We could talk about the issue, what they're doing, what they're not doing, why they're doing it, why you think they do that. We could go round in circles trying to understand why they behave the way they do and try to even change them and push things on them and force them to change. Or we can prevent ourselves becoming frustrated and start to make a powerful shift right now. It's different. It's not what the world teaches us. But if you're ready to learn something different, then this message is 100% for you. Like I said, the communication, the communication issues, how many times do people say, Oh, if we could just communicate better, we can't do that. You just need to learn to communicate. Well, the communication issues, the frustrations you're feeling towards your partner, 
the anger you feel in the resentment the disconnection the lack of love sex intimacy cuddles kisses the fact that you're sleeping on the opposite sides of the bed or in different beds that isn't the problem it's the symptom the symptom of what though it's the symptom of what is going on inside of you you are the creator of your life and this is really hard to take in at first for two reasons number one because we don't want to take responsibility (laughs) because that would mean we've got to look inside ourselves and do a little bit of digging and a little bit of work and two because we've been trained and conditioned for years to believe that we are at the effect of life that life happens and we will just be impacted by it and then we have to respond. We've been trained to believe that we're not that powerful, that we're not the creator of our life, when actually we are, we are the co-creator of our life. So if we have an issue in a relationship, whatever that issue might be, it might be a disconnection with your child, it might be a struggle, stress, It might be something going on, you know, and there's like tension between you and your child. You can't get them to do what you want them to do when you want them to do it. And it's going on every single day. It might be the disconnection with your partner. It might be with a parent. It might be with a colleague, a business partner. It could be with somebody that works for you. It could be with a neighbor. So whatever issue is going on, it could be fear of loving somebody, fear of getting close fear of losing them, fear of intimacy, fear of abandonment, fear of rejection, being unable to let love in, being unable to give love. Again, if you're sleeping on the opposite sides of the bed, if there's infidelity, if there is any symptom in any of your relationships that are causing you pain, the answer lies in not changing the other person, not wishing things would be different, not thinking you'll be happy when it all changes, but working on you right here, right now. Because you can only control you. Your responses, your reactions, your thoughts, your feelings. And I always find it really helps if I give you an example to help explain it. A couple I was working with recently they had what you would call many signs and symptoms of disconnection. And the D word, that divorce word was laying so heavy on their hearts and their minds. And they were the classic divorce case. You know, after kids, businesses, careers, pandemic, stress, health issues had tried to tear them apart. And let's call this couple Dave and Doris. Doris was so upset with Dave. She wanted him to change and then everything would be okay, right? He wasn't happy. He wasn't working on himself. He wasn't pulling his weight. So she said to me on the first call, Doris reached out and said, oh man, please can you help my husband get on board? If only he'd do this, if only he'd stop doing this. If only he'd start doing this, then we'd be okay. Then I would be happy. And that sentence in itself is so revealing. And this is why we work individually at first. 
because I need to understand in that relationship both people for who they are on their own. What's causing them to behave the way they do and show up the way they are. And you can do this in your relationships too, say at work. You know, you can really get to understand the person underneath the disconnection. It turns out, as it always does, that there was a lot more going on underneath the surface than what social media tells us. This couple were quite well known, by the way, but you would have never have guessed that through what was being shown externally. Dave felt totally underappreciated, unloved, totally disrespected, just not good enough, and like nothing he could do was ever good enough. It was never enough. And what is the quickest route to divorce? Feeling unliked, unloved, and disrespected. Doris felt like he was always moody, that he needed to work on himself, he, that he wasn't as advanced spiritually as she would, so she told me. So therefore he felt that and he just felt like this pressure, this, this charge of energy that whatever he did wasn't right. Doris never told him this by the way, but over the years that vibe, that energy that she was giving out was saying it all because we know actions speak louder than words at times. Dave never felt up for sex. Doris really wanted it. So whose fault is it? Let's look a little bit closer. As men do, when a man is feeling unloved or in this kind of disconnection, this situation, he'll tend to go quiet and he'll focus elsewhere. He'll place his focus on what he can control and kind of lose himself. It might be losing himself in work or in a hobby or in his man cave. When a woman isn't getting the response that she wants from him, often she will apply more pressure and try to keep resolving things. Dave backed away even further. Doris turned the pressure up even more. Now, after working with this couple for three months, it was clear that what was going on underneath the surface no one would ever have predicted. You know, how many times do you suddenly feel a surge of compassion for somebody when you realise what they're actually dealing with in their life? You know, like you think, oh, if only they could do more of this. Why do they behave like that? Why are they even talking like that? And then you realise what they've been through. And Doris had, as it turned out, had a major lack of self-belief that it was running her whole life. The decisions she made, the energy she gave out, the feelings that she thought. She had very little purpose now her kids were getting older. Dave hadn't received much love, the love that he wanted as a child. Certain things had happened in his childhood and he was desperate for love, kindness and affection. Doris had been hurt in the past by many previous relationships, so she was highly defensive and struggled to give love. She struggled to let Dave in, even though he was a nice guy. And as we worked together, it became clear that she actually struggled to love herself. A lot of the continuous thoughts that were playing in her mind were pretty much guilt thoughts and beating herself down. She'd been let down so badly and abandoned by somebody she trusted 
so she kind of expected it to happen again. Dave just didn't feel like he could do anything right. He felt muddled and always that he was pressured to change, never really accepted for who he was. And a lot of these experiences went all the way back to childhood as they do. But this is where we don't want to get lost in the darkness. It's about turning on the light, which can sound a bit woo-woo, but it's one of those things where it's like, we need to understand what's happened, but we don't need to dwell there. We need to change it. And going back to if a man is feeling mothered, a man is programmed to lose his erection around his mother. So if he's feeling mothered and smothered in his marriage or in his relationship, guess what happens or not in the bedroom? Can you see how relationship coaching is so powerful and why it's not just about our most intimate partner? Traditional counselling focuses on the symptoms, the effect, trying to endlessly change the effects. It's like a plaster, but it doesn't go deep enough. Coaching gets us to the root cause. What is really going on? What are we experiencing? What are we expecting? Why are we shut down? Where can we not give love? Where do we give too much? Why are we showing up the way we do? Why do we want things to be different? Why are we not at peace within ourselves? Because whatever is going on on the inside of us, we project outwards. So we actually create the situation that we don't want. We actually recreate it and recreate it. And we do that instead of letting life unfold and trusting that it will unfold in its natural way. We run off subconscious patterns and we react to people so quickly, so subconsciously that we almost can't stop ourselves. We run off subconscious patterns and then we're shocked when we keep recreating the same situation. We're trained to blame the other person, hoping that they'll change and then we'll be happy. But we're also trained to seek love, to find it, but to never really let it in. We're trained to protect ourselves from ever being hurt again. So we push people away. We can become needy, grasping and controlling. We can become attached to people, codependent on people. And that's where we just want people to change so that we can be happy. So how do we change all of this? And is it too late? No, it's never too late. The purpose of relationships, the purpose of any relationship, whether it's your mum, your dad, your child, your friend, your partner, your neighbour, your colleague, your business partner, your friend, I think I've said that before, the purpose of any relationship is encourage you is it is to encourage you to grow. I'm so passionate about this subject, I sometimes cannot get my words out that quickly. People are brought together for maximal soul growth to become better people. And here is the deal. You will attract people that bring up your stuff, that trigger you. And this is the point where your ego will say, oh my God, this person has changed. I need to leave. Or this person has changed. They need to work on themselves. Or this person has changed. It's all about them. It's what's going on inside of them. I'm fine. Whereas the universe is saying, hmm, this is good. 
the effects are showing you that there is work to do on yourself. It's not to say the other person doesn't have work to do, but the only person you can control is you. And honestly, when you start to change yourself, everything changes, everything. I mean everything, your health, your success, your mindset, your inner peace in your heart, your energy, the money you attract, the career you build, the the way you show up, speak up, honestly, everything changes. It's so powerful. Because imagine taking a needy, unconfident person into your business and trying to set up a successful business. Imagine taking the abandoned version of you onto social media and expecting to become a leader or influencer. Imagine desiring to be in a relationship with somebody but feeling deeply unhappy with yourself, guilty inside, feeling like you're not good enough and hoping that somebody else will make you happier. It's a recipe for failure, for more suffering. And all of this equals a lack of inner peace, which like I said, it impacts us on every level. If there's something going on in your health, we can focus on something external. Well, if I eat something different, if I go and focus on my training over here, if I go and learn about this kind of food that I need to eat in my body, I always remember somebody saying, oh, and this is, you know, when a line just sticks with you. It's not what you're eating, it's what's eating you. And that could be the resentment, the anger, the not feeling good enough, the holding on to the past, the guilt, the fear, wanting people to change, not knowing how to change, knowing you've got more within you, but not knowing how to to give it, to do it, to show up, knowing that you should feel more love within your heart, but just feeling blocked. And this is why relationship coaching is the most important work. Before setting up any business, before putting yourself out there, you've got to heal your relationships on every level. It's about your relationship with your past and healing it. It's about your relationship with the future and what's possible, what you believe is possible. It's about your relationship you have with the world, with God, with the universe. Do you trust it? Do you let it in? Do you let it help you? It's about the relationship you have with yourself first and foremost. This is when you'll get clarity on your life. This is when you'll get clarity on what direction to go in. This is when you'll get clarity on who to be with, what career to go into, what skills to focus on and what gifts you should develop and start to share. This is where money comes from. This is where flow happens. This is where deep inner peace is found. It's all inside of us. So Doris and Dave could have sat on a counsellor's chair, wasting time, money and energy talking about what's wrong, talking about the effects and who's done what and who needs to change. When instead they could have dug deep. And they did dig deep and it was amazing. Why do they behave the way they do? What are the symptoms trying to tell them? How can they grow together? If they need to leave, how do they leave with grace and ease? If it's to stay together and heal themselves together and grow, how do they do that? They need a guide to help them to do that. It's that accountability all the way. And to answer, why do I do what I do? Why do I do this job? Why do I dig deep with people? Why do I get right to the root cause? Because I've been there. 
because many people are suffering living in mediocre marriages like I was for years and living a mediocre life inside of me, having a rubbish relationship with the universe and God, not really trusting it, not understanding it, having a rubbish relationship to the past and to the future and it doesn't need to be this way. We can be on a wheel of suffering, hoping that the next holiday, the next child, the next pay rise, the next property course will be the answer to our problems. Life will try to tear you apart as a couple. I know that sounds overdramatic again, but think about kids and how difficult it can be at times with kids. The challenges. Think about stress, health issues, pandemics, business worries, careers, family, your past. Being proactive, getting the right help and becoming better versions of yourself is key. Then it can be like the honeymoon period all over again, but even better. Because you are bringing a healed whole version of you into that relationship. Instead of two broken people trying to have a relationship, two healed people come together. And that is the definition of the whole relationship. I spent years, tears, an untold amount of time, money and energy on bad advice. And it's my mission to get the right message out there on what actually works. Because there is always way more going on underneath the surface of a disconnected couple, of a disconnected person than what you can see. And even even the other day, I've been working with a woman for about five months now and she had three major realisations in that session because some of this stuff is buried so deep and covered up so deep and sometimes I can see it but it's more powerful when that person can say oh why am I addicted to being that victim that is more powerful somebody saying that than me saying that's what they're doing and it almost hits you around the head. You know, Do you remember Mallet's Mallet? Does that show my age? I think that might show my age. That's like being hit across the head and like, whoa, what a wake up. And what if you're thinking, yes, but you don't know my husband. No, I don't know him personally or your wife, for example. But I've met and spoken to many people. And maybe he is being totally unreal, unreasonable, totally unrealistic and behaving badly. But we have to focus on you. Why are you still there? Why are you putting up with it? Another client recently knew her husband was cheating on her for years, like 20, 30 years. But she didn't have the confidence to do anything about it. Yes, your partner might be lazy, but why are they lazy? Are they unfulfilled, unhappy? Are they in pain internally? What are you bringing to the table? There will be a block inside of them. It's about finding it and changing it. Running off when a relationship gets hard, thinking the grass is greener and easier elsewhere, means that you'll just attract the same stuff in the next relationship because the universe wants you to heal. So yes, you can run away from it and think, right, that's it, I've had enough, it's them, they need to change. 
until you work on your stuff, you will always need to work on it. It will come up again and again in the next relationship and the one after that and the one after that. Until you've learned the lesson, it keeps coming up. It's about breaking the cycle. It's about learning more about yourself and growing. Leaving might be the answer. Staying might also be the answer too. But one piece of advice that I've got to leave you with, one piece of knowledge that took a long time for me to understand is to not listen to your ego who wants to destroy anything good. So let's do this now. Let's, as always, let's spend five, 10 minutes going within, connecting to that power, that presence, that loving energy within us. Let's connect to that. Let's do a deep visualization and let's start to shift some stuff right here, right now. So if it's safe, get somewhere nice and comfy where you won't be disturbed and let's do this. I will see you on the other side of the visualization. Okay, so sitting somewhere where you're nice and comfy, where you won't be disturbed. And it helps to sit down with a straight spine and gently close your eyes and go within. And breathe in through your nose, feel your tummy expand and exhale, release and let go. Breathe in through your nose, feel your tummy expand and exhale, release and let go. And breathe in through your nose, feel your tummy and your heart expand and exhale, release and let go. And I want you to place your attention on your heart. So breathe into your heart. Send energy right into the very centre of your heart. And exhale, release and let go. And on every inhale, imagine filling your heart full of energy. And just on the exhale, relax and let go. Send that loving energy right into your heart and release and let go. Imagine the size of your heart right now. Imagine the shape, imagine the colour and we're now going to supersize your heart. We're now going to heal your heart. So whatever you have been through, whatever experiences, we're going to transform it. I want you to imagine the heart, the shape, whatever size it is, I want you to place your attention in the center of your chest. And every time you inhale, your heart grows bigger and bigger. On the exhale, it stays the same size. 
and on the inhale it gets bigger and bigger. Your heart is now the size of your body. The width of your body, the height of your body is covering your whole body. Keep breathing in, keep exhaling and releasing. On every inhale, your heart is growing bigger and bigger. It expands out from the sides of your body. It's bigger than you now. Imagine that your heart is a gorgeous colour of emerald green. Imagine every cell being green. This green energy is covering your entire body, throughout your heart, throughout your body, right out into your aura and right out from within you to the entire world. Your aura is getting bigger and bigger wider and wider, stronger and stronger. The green energy in your heart represents strength, resilience. It represents love. Whatever has happened, whatever pain, whatever disconnect, whatever blocks, you hold around your heart, you have the power to let them go. Breathe in, breathe in that energy into your heart. If it shrank, let it go bigger again. If you're resisting it growing bigger, why are you resisting it? If you're struggling to see it grow bigger, what is that telling you? Imagine your heart now covers the entire world. Now see it covering the entire solar system. That is how big your love can grow. For you, for yourself, for the world, for God, for others, for life. You are not one small blip in the world. You might have been hurt, but you don't need to stay that way. You might have stuff going on now in a relationship that is causing you pain, but it does not need to stay that way. Breathe in that gold and beautiful emerald gold color. Breathe in that colour throughout your body, throughout your heart. See your heart grow again. So it's small again if it's gone smaller. See it grow. It can grow by an inch at a time. Bigger and bigger outside of your body. Covering your body. Covering your home. Covering your neighbourhood. Covering your city. Covering your country. Covering your continent covering the world, now covering the entire solar system. That is how big you can grow. Imagine filling in any dents with a gorgeous kind of crystally solution that you can just rub on any dents, any scars, any knocks, any hurts. 
Imagine this gold color flowing through your heart. It's not static, it's not dead. It's flowing, it's alive, it's vibrant. Think of one thing that you love yourself for. Think of one thing that you love somebody else for. Think of one thing that you love the world for. And think of one thing that you love God for. One thing that you are grateful for. For the person that you picked earlier on in the message. For the person that you might be disconnected with. Think about one thing that you appreciate about them. Just one. And keep breathing in. Every time you inhale, you inhale a gorgeous green colour. Your heart grows bigger and bigger. Keep it covering the entire universe. The entire solar system. You can reach people, you can touch people, you can heal the past, the present, the future in this very moment right now. You are the creator of your life. And that doesn't need to come with any fear. Oh my God, what have I been thinking? What does that mean I'll create? In the present is your power. You can change everything right here, right now. Breathe in that gorgeous green colour. Feel every cell in your body come alive. Breathe into your heart. Feel that energy in your heart. Feel it alive in your heart. And for the rest of today, I want you to notice what you notice. Sounds might seem sharper. Colours might seem brighter. You might have better thoughts, clearer, happier thoughts and feelings. Just notice what you notice. You are not broken. You are not wrong. There is nothing to fix. There is just much, 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 much more of you to unlock and unleash. And your heart is the way to get there. So breathe in through your nose, feel your tummy and heart expand. Exhale, release and let go. Breathe into your tummy and your heart, feel them expand. Exhale, release and let go. And one last time, breathe into your tummy and your heart, feel them expand. Exhale, release and let it all go. And when you're ready, bring your attention back into your body, back into the room. Wiggle your fingers, wiggle your toes, rotate your neck in both directions. If you need to, shake your body, stand up from your chair, stand up from your seated position. And yeah, like I said, notice what you notice. 
Just notice today if things change over the next few days. And yeah, if you have loved today's message, please share it with a friend or review it or leave me a review. Send me any questions, anything connects. I love to hear from you. You can reach me at Laura Jane Hand on Instagram, LinkedIn or Facebook or at laurajanehand.com and I will see you again next week. Bye.